to the Strength and Grace Fitness Group and the Corey and Stacia podcast. This week we are talking about lists workouts. Corey, would you like to say hi and explain what that is to everybody? Sure. Um, well, very simply put, LIS is going to be the opposite of what our high intensity interval training is. So um, LIS is going to be low intensity steady state. Um, for most people, they're going to think that that's cardio, um, but we actually wanted to share a quote with you. And for, so this is from Toby Pierce and Toby Pierce is the one um, that was is famous for kind of founding LISS and coming up with what it is. And the definition that they gave to it was it was a name that I use in competitive natural bodybuilding, how fitting for us. It represents the exercise, the heart rate, and the intensity of the cardio. If your goal is health and well-being, then a cruising pace is what you're after, as LIS is continuous training at steady state. Um, so if you guys are following along with Stacia and what she's doing, um, I had never even heard the term L-I-S-S. I was like, it's gotta be low intensity, but I didn't know what it was. But I saw it when she was doing My brain was not functioning, so I couldn't remember the steady state portion. <laughs> but I mean, immediately when we, I knew what she was, I mean, I know what we've been doing. I know what we've been talking about with, you know, what we're doing with the hormone reset, what we're doing with the detox, what we're doing with rebalancing our bodies. So I knew exactly where it was coming from and what it was doing. And um, I'll let her talk about it for just a second. But what I, you know, it's perfectly timing. And the reason why I said to Stacia, this needs to be our topic today is because we work with so many athletes and, you know, nine times out of 10, they get to a breaking point and they're like, oh my gosh, this hurts. I'm in so much pain. I keep doing this. And it's always... We're always telling people more is not always better. Yeah. So when I started the detox process, I wasn't at the gym. I was something in my brain was like, no, I don't want to be at the gym. I don't want to lift heavy right now. Uh, and that's coming from years of being in the gym and lifting heavy. So I probably just hit burnout after what, 10, 15 years and decided that I was going back to swimming and swimming is a perfect list workout just, and so is, uh, the recumbent bike. I love both of those. It's a steady state. I can sit and read. I can sit and answer social media. I can look at the news. I can watch a, a, a show. It's also not as jarring uh, on my joints and everything. So it's perfect if you are feeling worn down, run out, overdone, um, and just need something to change up. You know, you can even do a yoga flow. That's still going to be considered a, a low endurance workout. It's not that you have to do faster, harder, stronger every time. It's 50 to 65% of your max heart rate. You should still be able to hold a conversation. So I know when I was swimming with, with Tony the one day, we were doing the breaststroke and still able to have a conversation. So I knew it was a perfect workout. And for me, that was awesome. Uh, the other thing too is, as I know I've told Corey before, is the other fun part for me is for 20 or 30 minutes, nobody can contact me. My phone is in my bag. My watch is monitoring my heart rate and my swimming and doesn't goes into workout mode and will not let any calls or texts or anything come through. So it's a perfect little 30 minute break from reality. <laughs> doesn't happen the same thing on the bike, but you know that because I'm usually got my electronics out for that one. But it is a perfect, it is perfect to kind of tie it into the detox or just getting started. You know, you can be walking, you can go hiking, you can be on the treadmill. It's, it's just a slow, steady pace and it's a great time to socialize if you're on, you want to do the treadmill with somebody else next to you. Still have your conversations. Our hits workouts are usually when we're sprinting. And I know I, my, my muscles and my joints all love the response to that too. But sometimes you need to take a break, switch it out. 
Well, and I think it's one of those things, it can be in a well-rounded program. So, you know, I would encourage any athlete, if you talk to most athletes and you talk to, you know, anyone that you admire, you think that they're in great shape, you know, chances are they do higher intensity workouts, you know, harder core, you know, cardio or hitting the weights harder five days a week. And then I think Liz is a great response for what we used to call active recovery. So active recovery is you're walking, you're swimming, you're cycling, you're hiking. Of course, not unless you live near me. <laughs> no, your hills. Will kill people. My, my hills, I think, you know, I, are a hit workout on themselves going up and down some of those. Um, so if you're going straight up a hill on a hike and we've said to you, 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 you should try a hike, that does not count. So if you are sore the next day from that hike, then that didn't count. Um, but it can be well incorporated in. It can also just be a break when you just need to get back to the enjoyment of working out. Um, you know, I would say not every single one of us loves being drenched in sweat and barely able to breathe. Um, there's a lot of really cool science about the list workouts and how they're so aerobically based and there's a lot of really cool science. And maybe what I'll do is put some of the links um, underneath the blog. So we have it about how using the oxygen with the list workouts and how that's actually allowing your body to breathe and metabolize fat better. So just as there's research out there about the HIIT workouts and how that high intensity is really good, you're going to see a lot of HIIT workouts with keto and how we're burning through the carbohydrate stores so that we can get into a ketosis state faster so we can be making ketones. List is going to be found kind of on that opposite spectrum where we're looking at putting aerobic in, putting oxygen in, helping it metabolize fat better, helping it break down carbohydrates. So I think both of them can be incorporated in a great sound workout, or you can do lists and have that be your workouts. I'm not a proponent of keeping high intensity interval training as your only workout form. Um, I think eventually your body's going to break down. Oh yeah. And whether it's in a year or, you know, 10, <laughs> at some point your body's going to say no and say it's time to change it up. So I think it's better to have a, a mix of everything in there. So you go to the gym and you lift weights three days a week and then you do yoga two days a week or you hike on Saturday with the family or, you know, it, you take up roller skating like you used to as a kid. Some of the things that are fun, although I will warn you, if you take up roller skating now as an adult, uh, your fear of falling is far greater than it was when you were a kid. <laughs> we, we learned that pretty quick on the boardwalk when a bunch of us put roller skates on again for the first time in, you know, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> that landing that landing comes a lot harder nowadays yes yes <laughs> um so yeah so we'll probably post up in the blog to some ideas on some list cardio workouts um i have a hits cardio one that i love to do it's it's a three-day split when i go to lift that um we'll have to look at seeing if we can share too just for people who want to know like what it what does it mean to do a hits workout what does it mean to do a list workout because they're new terms to some people, not to everybody, but to some people. Uh, I think it's probably more familiar in our, our, our bodybuilding community because they're used to having that as part of their workouts here or there. Exactly. So, all right. Well, what else did we need to cover today that we wanted to chat about everybody there? Um, injury prevention? Yeah, I think this ties really well into injury prevention. Um, and it just, one thing that we just wanted to cover with it is that, you know, if you are, no, 
there should never be the quest for getting lean, getting fit, losing body fat, losing weight. You know, you really have to listen to your body. If something's aching, if something's paining, you really need to listen to what it's saying to you. And I promise you, promise you, promise you, if you take two days off of lifting to rest a shoulder or you don't do your sprint run workout because you've got a hip that's bothering you, it's not all of a sudden going to turn to mush. You're not all of a sudden going to gain 10 pounds unless you decide, hey, my hip hurts and so I feel depressed and I feel defeated. So I'm going to eat a pizza and I'm going to have ice cream and I'm going to have brownies and I'm going to sit and watch six hours of TV because life sucks. Then, of course, you might gain 10 pounds, but it's really the body doesn't change that quickly in terms of if you are injured and you need to rest, it's not going to grow. It's not going to cause you to lose weight. Just a great example is if your body is hurting, let's say you've pulled a muscle in your hamstring and so your hamstring is hurting and you've been running, what's going to happen is the injury of the hamstring is going to cause inflammation being worried about not being able to work out because you're afraid, oh my gosh, I'm going to gain weight. That's going to cause your cortisol levels to raise. It's going to cause your stress hormones to raise. And then what you're doing is just creating this vicious cycle. Whereas if we just took a moment, we took a break. And so the list workouts are perfect for this. If you decided to scale back and go in the pool or go for that leisurely walk just to get moving, still focusing on eating your sound nutrition, getting your water in, getting a little more sleep in, you're going to recover much faster than if you decide to push through that injury and just see, well, how much can I actually do because I don't want to give anything up. And so that's really the key is making sure, listen to your body um, in this process. Yep. That's why I love it. I love, I love balancing it out. Just to, and the active recovery. I just like that. It's, it is really another word for active recovery. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we're on the topic here, we can, we'll can we'll write up this blog. So we'll include the transcript here and then we'll just put a couple little blurbs to go with it in terms of lists and high intensity interval training, the differences between them. But then another really good blog to go check out would be our cheat day blog as to why you need to cheat on your diet. It goes in the same principle of everything that we're talking here about how important recovery is, why you should take a break from that diet. So it can't be as much as everybody says, you got to go 100% all in, sometimes you're going to succeed and do much better if you're at 85% or 90% in and mm -hmm. you give yourself a 10% cushion to be human. Yep. No, I totally agree. Except when you're competing, then you don't get that 10%. <laughs> right. Well, and that's, and that's why, well, and that's also why competitors, you know, anyone that's looking at competing, that's why they do it for 12 to 16 weeks. And we recommend, you know, no more than three shows a year because competing is hard on your body. It's hard on your brain. It's hard on your hormones. It's hard on your life. It's hard on lots of things. Um, but that's why you only do it. So, you know, you don't do it all the time. And as much as people want to say, but I want to look like a competitor all year round. No, you don't. <laughs> you think you do, but you don't. The, 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 the ramifications are no, you don't. <laughs> so. Yeah. I always ask those people, so what are you going to sacrifice? Is it your family time? Is it your time with your friends? Is it your sleep? Is it going to be sweet treats that you like? What are you going to sacrifice to look like a competitor all year long? Because you have to make sacrifices to compete. That doesn't mean that it's not fun and it's not enjoying, enjoyable and, you know, exhilarating to be up on that stage, but still every competitor, ask any competitor, they made sacrifices to compete. Yep. Very much so. But I like this balance that we're, that we're talking about.
getting, getting, so it's not so frightening for people about trying to get healthy and how to get healthy and how to work things in and still keeping it fun. So, all right, guys. Well, that's a wrap for today. Make sure you check out the blog for the links to the background information as well as some ideas on some fun workouts, both lists and hits. And stay tuned for next time. We'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Strength and Grace Podcast. Strength and Grace Podcast is protected by a non-commercial, no-derivative share like the United States 4.0 license. You can find out more about that at creativecommons.org and find out more about Strength and Grace at strengthandgrace.org.